Hey everyone, welcome back to Reads and Weeds. This is Shelly Smith. It is December 4th, 2023. And the last few months have been kind of wonky. There's been so much rescheduling and uh, some hard times and people having to bow out for whatever reason. But I'm very, very excited about 2024 and doing things a little bit differently. I might come to you for help, actually. But one of the things that I wanted to do today, besides give you all an update, is to have Jamie Lowell on. Hi, Jamie. And if you listen to Jazz Cabbage Cafe, you I was lucky enough to be on that a whole bunch of times. And now Jamie's at Meds Cafe as the head of operations and is in Ann Arbor more often. So hopefully we'll get to hang out that way. And just got back from MJ BizCon. So one of the things I would love to do in 2024 is whatever book we're doing, I think I'm going to have Jamie on as a little news segment just to give us the update in the biz because I like to think about the plant. But not so much the business of it. But I do like to know what's going on and I do like to be a source of information. So I want to do that. Before I dive into that, I just wanted to say there's there's so many books that kind of got pushed back last year. But Untethered was one, The Artist's Way, Body Keeps the Score, uh, How You Can Heal Your Life, Running the Light, that was another one, uh, How to Be Perfect. And all of these were on the list. And so those are still in play. I just need to get some people on the schedule. And along those lines, I wanted to put a call out if you think you would like to help out Reads and Weeds and work with Reads and Weeds in a specific way, which is to help with scheduling and possibly social media, basically an assistant producer. So if that sounds good to anybody, you can directly message me. Known as the assistant producer. Yes, Exactly. Because right now, all of the titles are mine. (laughs) And I would love to share them. And I think it would be more fun and more effective and have lots of ideas. And I would like to work on those with someone else. So Jamie, thank you so much for taking the time. And it's so good to see your face. And I'll I'll tell you guys, in case you don't know, but Jamie Lowell has been on at least three shows One was Fingerprints of the God by Graham Hancock, and then a follow-up called America Before by Graham Hancock, and Smoke Signals. And we did Smoke Signals twice, because the first recording got messed up, and the second episode was so, so awesome, and then it got taken down because of a music rights violation that I cannot figure out how to fix. But that episode (laughs) did really well. But Jamie was on the episode Fingerprints of the God which is our most listened episode by far, far, far and above. And it could be because it's a really popular book, but Jamie likes to claim that it is probably because he was on the show, which is fine. If it makes you feel good, then that is the reason why that's the best show and of course, ever. For record, right before we started, I did say that the advanced law civilization was such a popular topic for people. That that yeah. is why. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. It gets yeah. But once, but once people get there, I'm the reason that they stay listening. That's to true. It. They come for the super plausible conspiracy theory type. What is it? Anthropology? I don't know what you would call it. And stay for geology, stay for the uh, 
the weed and charm. So you just got back from MJ BizCon in mm -hmm. Vegas, which is, of course, short for Marijuana Business Convention. Yeah. <laughs> but the cool kids say MJ <laughs> BizCon. So <laughs> tell us what that is, how many people attend, how long has it been going on? Just give us the basics on that. Yeah, how long it's been going? I would say since 16, maybe. I don't, really don't know the first year that it went on. Okay. And it may have had another location at a time or two, but it's mainly been in Vegas, the Las Vegas Convention Center. Mm -hmm. It's uh, it's the largest business-to-business -business convention, it's expo style. It's been really important for the industry. I was there the, for the first time, I think, in 18. It might have been the second or third one. And um, there were some investors with us who were just learning about the emerging industry. And they saw that convention and how professional it was and how attended it was and all of the expos and the displays and, and uh, that type of stuff. And it was helpful in convincing people this was a real thing, you know, to be You're invested. Like, Wait in. a minute. This is <laughs> capitalism. <laughs> yeah, yeah. A lot of people went from like, what is this pot bullshit to dollar signs in their eyes, which, yeah, you know. Is, is one of the ironic ways that we, uh, you know, were able to get up and running, but that's okay. Uh, yeah. I was there last year also. It was very helpful. I've been, uh, as you said, uh, operations guy at the retail chain Meds Cafe um, in Michigan, cannabis stores. And we found a, a new point of uh, sales service, inventory service there. We were able to interview five or six, you know, major companies and settle in oh, on yeah. one that uh, accommodated us the best. In fact, uh, we use trees, happy to say, because they're pretty cool. Oh, okay. Yeah. I, I was just looking at the schedule. I just went online and kind of looked at the schedule. And the huh. way it's set up is there's there's speakers and there are workshops, and there's breakout sessions, and you can sort of go a cultivator track or a legal yeah, track. It's and... over the years, but it, it's always had like an educational component that's optional. And you can, you know, you pay a little bit more to have some of these, you know, very experienced people discuss a certain aspect of the industry um, and can be very meaningful for a lot of people, especially those who are, you know, very well intended or genuine or coming into this in need of some, some really good information. Mm -hmm. uh, and, uh, and it's been a, it's been a great networking opportunity. And, and one of the things they've added on recently is an area for, for states who show up with, you know, a fair amount of representation to be able to gather within the event. Uh, Meds Cafe had the honor, along with Michigan Weedsters, which is an advocacy organization, mm -hmm. to uh, to host it for Michigan, the Michigan Takeover. And uh, that was a really cool part of it this year for us. We got oh, to like you hosted a party? We hosted just a discussion. We hosted an, it's just a space, a forum that you get, that every state, you know, gets for networking purposes. And you oh. can facilitate it any way, you know, you see fit. Some people just have people meet there, which is, you know, mm -hmm. legitimate enough. But we thought with the group that we had and with the energy and the, and the unique, you know, community in Michigan that we would let people know about it. And mm -hmm. we, we focused on, you know, balancing advocacy, activism and business. And while we have it really good in Michigan, we still think there's a lot of room for improvement. And uh, we don't want to see some of the big money interests. And that's what we distinguish mm -hmm. ourselves from the community are some of these interests that have gone out of their way to try to peel back existing rights or prohibit participation of other people, you know, in an effort to advantage themselves using their resources and their influences. And they typically clearly have no historical or cultural perspective. And uh, they just came in on, on purely an opportunity. And that's fine as long as they would take advantage of a place like MJ Big BizCon and learn about um, what they are stepping into, which includes, you know, a unique story in, in each state, uh, an understanding of the nature of the product, the diversity of what the cannabis plant can do. And uh, it shows up 
when uh, people don't have that. The rest of the community, definitely very diverse, uh, definitely with tension and stress and disagreements quite a bit, but it's been proven time and time again that when the uh, when the big money interests or, you know, when ignorance, maybe not even intended issues, when, when something threatens what we've achieved so far, you know, or for that matter, when there's an opportunity to support something that would, that would make, uh, you know, the, our policy, our laws more sensible, we tend to band together and work shoulder to shoulder and make those things happen whenever yeah. necessary. And then we have a really good thing going here in Michigan in spite of, you know, some of the squabbles that, you know, invariably take place, particularly when you have such a diverse you know, community. Did you learn anything while you were there that was surprising, like surprising new development, surprising new next state that's going to go, surprising new somebody in charge? Was there anything that people were a buzz about? Interesting. You know, it's kind of on the horizon. They did incorporate uh, some of this information is the emerging, you know, broader entheogen I want to say market because it's true, but, you know, obviously it's sensitive. We have something new. Cannabis had to be beaten up a lot. And as we just discussed, a lot of the issues with big money interests and who wants yeah. to get in on it and, and advantage themselves and the opportunity presented and all that kind of stuff. Um, really hope we learn some stuff from cannabis as we do this. But that whole scene um, is definitely on a lot of people's radar. Investments are being made and speculations are being made and I think that's exciting. I think that adding in, in the in the path paved by cannabis and discussions about how a how a safe plant can be very helpful to people and uh, people yeah. have the right to do it if they want to anyway and you know all those yes, types of things yes. have been had and it just follows. Obviously, mushrooms are completely different than cannabis, but there's there's yeah. a lot of parallel discussions there. Right, because a lot of people put it in healing and mental health and plant medicine that you can grow yourself. Those are all the same, you know. So, well, there's different types of of uh, you know mushrooms with psilocybin that are better yeah. suited for different people for different reasons, and you know those discussions yeah. are are similar. It's it's really I'm glad that that world has opened up to me personally. Yeah. Oh in yeah. In a broader sense, and uh, I'm glad to be in Michigan where. We've had some pockets of places, including where you are yeah. in Washington yeah. County, I know. take it seriously and have better policy as a result. I, I, you know, I want it to be more open. And then all of a sudden I'll get a bunch of like Instagram mushroom ads and I'm like, oh no, are That's we already the territory here? Regardless, I know, I know, so. I know. I think I just, it's like anything. It's like, I, I, I really want people to respect the plant because the plant is a magical thing. And I feel like the plant should be respected, even if it's packaged and sold and, and all of that. Well, that's that's up to the people a, facilitating and the education and the information yeah. provided. And we missed some marks in cannabis with that. And there's room for improvement, you know, as, yeah. as this lifts off. And I'm so in Ferndale, ask... where, where they have better policy locally, and I'm just, you know just north of Detroit, where there's better policy locally better policy too. Regarding regarding what? Tell me that mushrooms, mushrooms. Oh, most mushrooms. level enforcement priority, and uh, yeah. I'm not sure exactly what the language is, but you know something that alleviates the concern. Now there was a raid on a church involving mushrooms, and and it was a raid with you know drawn guns and 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 soldiers and stuff, paramilitary Jeez. style. But it was for a for a civil matter, you know. So the whole thing is just weird. And uh, if I'm not mistaken, Tom Levine is the attorney there, and 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 one of the main people involved was the person who drove the uh, the policy change in Detroit and was open wow. about what's going on. It just seems so weird that uh, they would be targeted like that. But I don't know all the details, and I'm interested to find out. Um, right, I said, right, I think Tom right. Levine is involved from legal counsel, so maybe we can do an update 
When I have okay. when I do news in the future, I can have an update. On yes, news. news segment. So I haven't been to a cannabis conference type thing since I stopped working with MICIA back in 2020. 20, yeah, it was late 2020, I guess. Into I the saw pandemic. Mike uh, Mike Korea. Mike Korea. One of the one of the I think it was a board member of NICIA. No, no, NICIA. You were you talked about the MICIA, right? Yeah. Yeah. The difference being national industry national cannabis and association and the Michigan cannabis industry. Yeah. So, okay, I'm sorry. So so what I was watching happen while I was there, you know, because REC came out, all these things were happening when I was there and the price was just barely starting to fall. Just like and everything has changed. Even since then, everything's changed. But already what was changing was you used to go to those cannabis. I feel like my early ones, like Women Grow, were, were a lot of it was about the plant, like terpenes and growing techniques well, well, and things like that. And participating advocacy. in business, but it was with practical information too, to do a Well, it was, a and it was a lot of it job, was about activism. You know? A lot of it was about a mother talking about her child or someone talking about getting someone out of prison. Does that still present at things like MJ BizCon or is it all business? That those elements are brought um, with a reflection of the movement or the community from those states. And, you know, Michigan, I think, was uniquely positioned to demonstrate some of that stuff. I in in you know there there are representations of other national organizations I've seen throughout the years there. I'm not sure about this year, but I've had conversations with people from ASA there a couple times. The the last two times I was there. Can you define ASA? Uh, Americans for Safe Access. Uh, there are oh, okay. chapter yes, yes, yes. Board, but there's but they're a national organization, the longest running cannabis organization paying attention to medical aspects of it. Just still really important in a lot of ways. So there is some stuff going on there, but it's primarily focused on the business side of it. Of course, a lot of businesses are either mandated or find it to be a good idea to foster some advocacy type stuff. Oftentimes, important social equity help, which is you know another thing that uh, um, is in need of some more attention. There's a couple of good things have happened in Michigan recently, but you know every could probably use a little bit better uh, approach to that well would it would an organization like redemption speak there well they could have they would have if they wanted to they could have been involved in this michigan takeover it was just i think scheduling and, and timing and stuff like that they just did a huge fundraiser yeah saturday night so it was probably a lot of prep leading up to that so, oh, they, right, so, right, they, right. so they would have they would have i would have imagined have had josie maybe a couple other people yeah um, they're representing that kind of those kind of efforts the foundation yeah and, so they and, were and there the help, yeah Expungements. They weren't yeah. there. They could have been there, but they they couldn't make it because I think because of uh, the other commitments to the fundraiser that was going on Saturday night. Oh, in Michigan. In Michigan, yeah, that was in, in Michigan. Harbor. It was a Got black you. Okay. and they raised a nice nice amount of money, and it all goes to good causes. And there's yeah. connected organizations. One is Glenn. I'm on the board of that organization, Great Lakes Expungement yeah. Network, and then also uh, Josie's longtime organization that still does a lot of great work and is kind of under the umbrella now because she's working at all the daughters united and uh at, yes, at yes, we're, gonna, yes. we're gonna we're gonna have to ask people for like dollar donations or whatever at the end of the sale for sons and daughters united every christmas time they hook up several families around the state and there's some criteria their families in need or ultimately the people get practical things that they just need in their lives mm -hmm. sometimes it's medication equipment food you know just, just whatever they need and then yeah. Josie always makes sure there's another wave of just pure gifts, but just pure presence that, you yeah. know, so not to mistake the, your necessities with a gift, although that is a gift, obviously, in a lot of ways. Right, um, right, Josie, right. Jo Josie doesn't like to leave it at that. And I've always really, really appreciated that and found that to be a special yeah. approach. Yeah. yeah. 
It's great. So I'll put the links to all of those Redemption Foundation, Sons and Daughters United, Great Lakes Expungement Network, Last Prisoner Project, like all of those things. I'll put those links in Michael, the notes. Michael Thompson Clemency Project is a good one too. Michael Thompson Clemency Project. Yes, Michael Thompson was going to come on and talk to me about song lyrics. Like that's one of those oh, cool. that's in the hopper. Well, that I know. That'd be awesome. Yeah. Yes, I really want that to happen. I've funds for his for his foundation that'd be or this that oh, project yeah. that'd be awesome yeah and of course yeah. Uh, mike mccurdy and, and marshall clubow from lots of efforts and around the state and for lots of political things but definitely have helped out with cannabis and with the uh, reform of uh or with its expungements and re-entry and other important things working with last prisoner project with the uh michigan uh, cannabis uh, freedom coalition so one other thing about mj biscon i imagine it's super fun socially and there's after parties and there people go to dinner together and hang out and hang out in vegas and everything so a did you do anything cool like go to the sphere did you go to the sphere i keep hearing about that massive well we certainly could see it and okay you it could was see it. impressive and there's a lot of cool shit i went there with josh covert who many people know as a longtime criminal defense attorney in the cannabis yeah. world and uh, he is also now my boss at Meds Cafe. He is the CEO. Okay. And uh, he and partner Nancy wanted to check it out. Al Witt, who now worked with us, who's got a uh, very compelling story himself, historically with this cannabis movement, all jumped in a cab or an Uber and they said, okay, let's go to the sphere. And the person took them there and dropped them off. The issue is it's completely closed down. Nobody was oh around except for security who kicked them out. And then they had to like walk out of a totally closed area. So they got oh, close. Yeah. But, and, th and there's other oh, things going God. on there, I guess. There's like a $100 thing. If there's not like something, you know, already consuming it with however that works. Yeah. Uh, they have like a $100 show. You can go in there and see a lot of really cool stuff, which I would like to do next time. I didn't miss out yes. on that because of scheduling. Uh, I did yeah. go to the Hoover Dam with a with a group of people, Josh and Al and others. Oh wow! And that was really cool. Uh, we did go to a place called Meow Wolf. We went last year also. It's a Meow it's Wolf. an immersive art. It's like a interactive art thing. It's a uh, really cool. You would dig it. You enter into this faux grocery store with a normal looking scene, but every product is fake, and the people they're actors. And uh, oh wow! You can choose to do. I guess one of three things, and my opinion is that the whole thing is designed around tripping, uh, sure. but that they have things to do if you aren't tripping. Sure. <laughs> I guess there's four things you could do, and uh, so there's this whole set of clues you can figure out and go from one place to another and solve the mystery. Uh, I think that's if you want to be cerebral there, but I do believe it's kind of more designed around those who are going to have an experience, so to speak. Mm -hmm. And um, and so the choices are to do that mystery thing and kind of be cerebral to go there and just absorb the scene while, you know, feeling the effects of whatever you're using or not doing either and just walking through the thing and checking it out. Yeah. Or uh, being affected and doing the mystery thing. Yeah. So that would be like, I don't, and I don't relate to that. Maybe some people do just because I don't like being cerebral. I don't like, I like having to think about shit like that. Like, you know, <laughs> when I'm in that state of mind. So, uh, uh, right. No, no, not in that state of mind. No, not at well, all. I've yeah. done things that were like, I have to figure out how to, I've done those escape room type things, but I wouldn't want to do it. I didn't, uh, no. Mm -mm. <laughs> 
So, so you find now, like hidden passageways and things and you go into different areas and there's different things going on and there's certainly tones and lights and oh, that's fine. appealing. It sounds like, and, yeah. it sounds like electric forest. It sounds it's like all inside though, you know, so that you get that vibe kind of at times for yeah. sure, but it's all well, inside. And did you, did you hear about the dream emporium at electric forest? It was like that you walked no. in and you just went from weird, like you turned this corner and walked in a hall and you were there was boxing a boxing ring full-on men in capes people cheering <laughs> and then you leave that room and then go to this other room and it was all these people having like a birthday party but they were big drag queens dressed like babies with cakes on their heads and everything smelled like candy and then you leave that room and you're walking through sand and it's water i mean like it was wild. We got, there was an alien bar in the middle. It was called the Dream Emporium. And you just walked in and out of all of it's these. interesting. It was great. No, it sounds, not familiar. It I went sounds to the, to fun the first like two that. Years of, of Rothbury, then I never went after that. I know that it changed uh, to Electric Forest after that. So, yeah, I was, I was, I was there last year. I was the um, preacher at, I work, I was the preacher at the psychedelic wedding chapel. And we performed weddings all day long. Just people would come in like, hey, I want to marry. You could marry Zeta. <laughs> you could marry, like, you could marry, you were know. Were these weddings or, were you, or did you actually perform some when they had their licenses? And you most, of them the were, most of them were fake, but but I think we did four real ones. Oh, cool. We did okay. four real ones. And those and a lot of people were like, we're getting married next week. This is our bachelor party or we, we got married last year and this is our anniversary and so it was it was really like I knew it was going to be wacky but it was actually super duper sweet and sincere and like emotional a lot of times it was emotional it was a blast it was really kind of crazy blast that sounds really cool but yeah. it was really cool make it so, back to one of those Yes, yes. So Vegas, uh, Vegas is fun, of course. It sounds amazing. Was there anybody that you met that was like a great new contact? Yeah, well, there's some mutual friends that, that came down, and I guess I'd crossed paths before, but never really got a chance to, you know, speak with or hang out with for very long. And yeah. a couple guys from the UP that are going to start a micro business called Micro Bros up there. Oh, fun. And uh, and it was cool to hang out and meet with those guys. And they were with us. We went to Hoover Dam. We did one after party where there was a bunch of Detroit artists there, including this woman, Vale, who works with Greenstem. Cool. And, and kind of does a, a hip-hop type thing. Really, really good. I mean. Oh, fun, fun, fun. High-proficiency type performance, man. I was really impressed, and I'm glad we, we were able to catch that. The Michigan contingency was strong. Those people I mentioned um, – uh, Josh Cover, Al Witt, they they came up and participated in the takeover. Uh, the uh, the Michigan Wheatsters, uh, a lot of people know Amy Carter, who's done a lot of work yes. oh, yes. particularly Jaden's Law. Um, yes. Patricia Matson, who does a lot of research and is a lot of support of Amy and uh, and those projects. And marketing, and, kind of like a marketing sure, genius yeah. as well. Yeah, working with her on the rebirth of Jazz Cabbage, which is going to happen soon. And it might happen yeah. with this information about the Michigan Takeover. We worked with the guys from My Canicast. Yeah. Um, and Al also recorded some of it. So we're going to have everybody back on and do some stuff that we, well, I'll just tell you real quick, we wanted to do some cool shit there with having some people 
from Michigan come in online, like broadcast from there and have some people from Michigan come in. And the, the connection wasn't good enough. The ability to use a bigger screen wasn't there. There's no amplification. Like we'd like to improve this for next year. Yes, yes. Um, but when we do the Jazz Cabot show that goes over this stuff, we're going to try to do what I what I would like to have done there, and that is have Representative Wilson on along with uh, Leah Schuyler, who's chair of the Michigan Cannabis Caucus, but also his legislative liaison on staff, and uh, John Sinclair, and mm-hmm. to have Representative Wilson announce that he's going to reintroduce the descheduling bill, which is taking cannabis off our state's controlled substances list because it still causes a lot of problems there. Yeah, yeah. And he wants to call it the John Sinclair Act. And so oh, to wow. announce that he's going to introduce it and to let John know it's going to be called the John Sinclair Act will be a cool component to have on yeah. that show. Yeah. While I'm thinking about this, because I got to wrap up and there's a couple of things I want to do. I did that Spotify wrapped for Reeds and Weeds. And I want to I want to tell you a few fun things as, as part of, of wrapping up. Reads and Weeds 2023. The most new listeners this year came from United Kingdom, Canada, Germany, Ireland, and the Philippines. For 485 fans, I'm one of their top 10 podcasts. (laughs) For 262 fans, I'm in their top five podcasts. Ooh, fun, fun, fun. And of course... The most listened to episode was Fingerprints of the Gods. So that's uh, interesting. So that's, shit, so. Yes, it's it's interesting. So 2023 was great. I, I had so many great conversations and I met a lot of new people and I got to see y'all at Entheofest and I got <laughs> to meet you on Facebook and Instagram and all those things. And in 2024, I want to do more live shows and I want to meet more listeners and I want to keep up with Jamie with the news and um I'm kicking off 2024 with the eighth annual 51st Jokes in Arbor, and that is January 2nd. So if you've never heard of that, that is 50 comedians doing their first brand new joke of the year. It's January 2nd at the Arc, and uh, it's always just such a great time. And yeah, so it's tickets are already on sale at thearc.org, and hopefully we'll have an after party. Come meet us. Come meet us there. And I'm you'll be get there. to know a bunch of last year yes. too. It's, awesome. it's so fun. It's so fun. That's January 2nd. That's coming up. Yeah. So thanks, Jamie, for coming on. Jamie again is the head of operations at Meds Cafe. And hopefully we'll be doing a, a regular segment on this show in 2024. So you'll get yeah. you'll get the news and important marijuana business trends from Jamie. So, and advocacy um, and activism stuff too. We have, we have a balance. Yep. Yes, we will. We will have a balance. You will be in charge of holding <laughs> that, of holding that. And I will keep just this silly shit going on. <laughs> okay. Thanks so much for listening and tell me where you're listening from and what you're reading. We'll talk to you next time. Thanks.